It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 347. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. And oops, I already, I'm already sharing my screen yeah. for the YouTube people. Yeah. I'm way ahead of the game. Yeah, you are. Good, good thing I didn't have anything weird open. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, do you, whenever somebody does that, do you, well, whenever I, somebody shares their screen, the first thing I do, the first thing I do is just look is at all I, the websites. I try and scan all the other tabs open to see if there's anything. Yeah, I never do that, uh, but I am amused by the things that you have found when you've done that. <laughs> I remember one time uh, was it were we watching a Doctor Phil together? Yes, yes. There was a there was like some dad talking about like his missing kid and they're trying to get the kid back and like the and blah blah and they show his computer and he's got all these tabs open and one of the tabs was was red tube which is porn i was later told oh of course um, of course yeah uh, i was just like oh somebody should have blurred out the tabs yeah <laughs> so are you going to tell everybody where you are where you are oh sorry i am traveling for work so i am in los angeles uh for polestar so would you like some a uh, breaking music industry news that might not be breaking by the time this airs yeah so uh, John Bon Jovi was one of the guest speakers today. Yeah. And he actually addressed his vocal issues. Oh, what did he say? Yeah. He's, they asked him head on. They're like, hey, let's talk about your voice. And he said that he had uh, he, he said the name of it, but it was like a sciency. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Started with an M if that helps. But he said one of his vocal cords was, I guess, like pressing on the other. Okay. And that they replaced it with like a little plastic piece. Oh, no. I picture that one movie that we watched that was like that one doctor and the surgeon and he was like oh, putting yeah. all those things in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dr. Death season two. That yes. one. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but so they, but this is your vocal cord. That was your actual like windpipe. Okay. So, but they replace it with like a little plastic piece and he's been rehabbing it for the last two years. And he said that he thinks he's about 80% of the way back. Wow. And so, and, and so he uh, is saying that he's, they ha he's got a big documentary four hour documentary coming out about the history of Bon Jovi. And, <gasps> and uh, they hinted that he was that, planning to tour stadiums in 2025 mm. so um which makes me think two things one he needs really good support because mm -hmm. <laughs> and the two they did not say this in this thing but i think that means that there's a good likelihood that richie zambora is back yeah how else could you pull off a stadium as bon jovi I yeah. yeah, I think if you're going to do a stadium tour, you need to do something to re-energize it yeah. and especially coming off some vocal issues. So he's got he's got this documentary and then he's going to talk about he's fixed his vocal issues and probably do some key live performances to show that off. And then also and then Richie Sampor is back and now it's like, bam, we're playing stadiums with us and Def Leppard or something. That's my guess. That's all right. Well, keep your eyes yeah. peeled because you're going to need to buy some tickets. Yes. So especially <laughs> if he sounds good again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 
So anyway, that's where I'm in Los Angeles this week. So by the time this goes live, I will be on a plane heading back. So yay, I or miss real you. Close to. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway. There's all that. Uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? No, oh, wait, I no, guess. no, 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 no. We've got to talk about the book club. Yeah. The thing that's been on the screen for the last 10 minutes. I know. I'm like, you are out of it, man. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> get it together, Tom. <laughs> that's a lot to ask. <laughs> I'm asking. Okay. So all the book club right. is coming up uh, this. Next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. Yes. And uh it will be we'll be talking about Ross Rayburn's new book, Turning Inward. Yes. And we are excited to well, not announce because we've announced it, but remind you that Ross Rayburn will actually be joining us. Yeah, it's going to be a big crowd, too. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Questions have been submitted. This is your last opportunity to send over any questions. Um, I'm surprised Peloton hasn't yelled at me to hurry up and get them to them yet, but they have not. So. Uh, Friday will probably be the last day. I'm probably gonna have to send them. So, gotcha. so if you haven't. If, if, yeah, if you listen on day one, here's your chance. Yes. Besides that, I'm very excited. So just to recap, February 13th, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we have about 45 minutes with Ross. It's going to be a blast. Can't wait. Yeah. And you get um, you get all the information over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out. You can partake in this event. With no money, you this is open to the free free level of Patreon members. So it's this is not a cash grab, but you do have to go over there and sign up for Patreon. But you can sign up for the free level perfectly fine. So all the details and the links and the RSVP that all lives over there. If you want to sign up for paid membership to the Patreon, it's only five dollars and it gets you all sorts of bonus content like uh extra episode every week with just stuff that we didn't have time to fit in this episode. And then you get ad free episodes of the main episode. And then if we get it early, you get it early and all that sort of stuff. So don't it's expect only five it bucks. early this week, guys. Don't yeah. expect it early. I jacked something up. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we do our best. We do. So, we do. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's it's like I said, it's only five bucks a month. And, the, and a lot of that goes to helping cover the costs of all the people who are helping write articles and stuff for the website. Yes. So anyway, uh, we also need to do a bingo call here. I, for and the I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Jeffrey. Let's have it. Jeffrey McGeckern is bingo number one for this week. OK, so now that we've done all that, what pray tell do you have in store for people this week? Well, we've got uh, we've got to talk about barbells being all over the instructor feeds. We're going to talk about what the 49ers got as gifts, a new referral program, another lawsuit update, a whole bunch of instructor updates. Uh, we have a visit from Dr. Jen talking about something very important, protecting your mental health when your family kind of sucks and then we have a new artist series we have a celebrity sighting we have a past guest update uh competitors and all kinds of content updates and more bingo mentions to come okay well before we get to all that shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple podcast spotify uh, iheart tune in youtube wherever you find a podcast you can find us while you are there be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode maybe leave us a review super helpful and greatly appreciated you can also uh, find us on facebook at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group uh, don't forget our aforementioned Patreon, five bucks a month. You get all sorts of bonus content. You uh, get early episodes. You get ad-free episodes. And 
we like you a little extra. Just for sure. A, just a little. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, also, don't forget, you can watch all of these over at YouTube at YouTube.com slash The Clip Out. And then finally, uh, you can get all the links and everything that we talk about in an episode sent to you in a weekly newsletter if you sign up for that at theclipout.com. So there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. So for starters, let's talk about barbells. So we mentioned this a week or two ago that we spotted an unusual looking barbell and bench in a Tunde photo, right? Yeah, she was doing a photo shoot. It was for Peloton. We confirmed that because she had the Peloton sports bra on. The barbell did not have any words on it, but the bench had red knobs. There are lots of benches with red knobs. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But we couldn't help but wonder, hey, is there new equipment coming? Are they going to start doing programs that have barbells? So then uh, after this aired, several of the instructors, uh, we had Logan, I'm trying to think, Rad Lopez, um, several instructors. I can't think of everybody Mm -hmm. off the top of my head. I want to say Selena was in there, Rebecca Kennedy. It was definitely Rebecca Kennedy, but it doesn't really matter. The point is there were several. And whenever we posted like a little reel asking people what they thought, I guess some of the instructors saw it and they started responding. And so (laughs) they said that it is going to be the additional programming within the Peloton gym feature. So it was one of the one of the thoughts that we had it could be. But I still say it's weird that they were doing all these photo shoots for something that really doesn't need all that description all that prettiness in the background you know because yeah, unless they're going to do some sort of a marketing push which to could get be mo- to get more people aware uh, that are gym goers to justify oh i have a gym membership but i'm still going to apply or sign up for a peloton app membership yeah and that could be because one of the things they did recently talk about on the earnings call was that you know, there's a lot of people that still have no idea what Peloton offers and um, they think it's just a bike. So they're still dealing with that. It would mm-hmm. there's really never been any marketing push towards Peloton gym. So, yeah, not crazy. But uh, there we have it. So. so I think the interesting thing before we move on from barbells is the fact that nobody seems to be chiming in to say, oh, that's this brand of bench and barbell. I right? agree. Yeah, so agree. it's like so then you got to ask yourself is it just something really niche did no has because it's not like your Instagram follower base is insubstantial like you're doing okay for yourself a lot of people are seeing these things when you push it out there and and so like nobody's chimed in to to disclaim that they recognize it from a crowdsourcing standpoint so like did they get special barbells and benches made just for this? Well, you know, I seem to remember that somebody connected to the Peloton instructors. I can't remember who. This is vague. But I remember mm-hmm. a while back, Alex Toussaint had his entire gym redone and it was all custom. Do you remember that? And he yeah. had it all done with like his little motto on there everywhere. Yeah. And my point being, what if they just had some of these made for this the shoots, all these photo yeah. shoots. And it wasn't necessarily like stuff that's going to be out there 
you know, in the wild. For sale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could be as simple as the fact that they didn't want to use another brand because it's an implied endorsement or giving a boost to another brand that could one day turn around and be a competitor for all they know. Right. Absolutely. But yeah, it's just it is kind of interesting that they would go and get something custom made and not just use kind of a run of the mill bench and barbell. I mean, it, whatever. But I agree. So I watch this space. Mm hmm. It was announced this week that the San Francisco 49ers, that is a football team, we've been told, <laughs> gifted Pelotons to the players and coaches as a reward for making it to the Super Bowl. I would think making it to the Super Bowl would be a reward for making it to the Super Bowl. But I suspect Peloton had something to do with that. <laughs> I don't. You don't? I don't. Really? No. Why, yeah. Tom? Because if they did, this headline would say 49ers and Chiefs. Oh. Well, that's fair. I don't think they would just give it to one team. No, that's fair. I, uh, I, I'm so bad at sports that I had a client who told me that they were going to the Super Bowl. And then I saw this headline and... I read it as the Super Bowl had already happened in the 49ers won. <laughs> and she was like, um, that's next weekend. And I was like, did I mention I don't like sports? <laughs> yeah. And thanks to YouTube, we don't even have to watch for commercials anymore. They're all right. I've, already, I've seen the mayonnaise cat one like 15 times already. I don't know why so. that one's so funny to people. Like, it's sort I, of funny. Like the first time yeah. I saw it, it was funny. But then, yeah. OK, yeah. I'm over it now. But anyway, so I I, uh, I I don't think Peloton had anything to do with it. That, that makes for this sense. very reason. They would give the they would give it to both teams if it was a PR thing. Fair enough. So anyway. they actually probably would have just given it to the Chiefs if they were only going to pick one just because of the connection with Taylor Swift. What's Taylor Swift's connection to the Chiefs? I'm kidding. I was like, oh, come on now. <laughs> I have Facebook. I, you see I, I see the... my racist. I see my racist relatives complaining about it all the oh time. My God, it's yeah. so dumb. People are so wrapped up in that. It's so stupid. Anyway. So Peloton has unveiled a limited time referral promotion that they say is new, but doesn't seem new. Yeah. Now, I will say I've done a lot of research on this. OK, so yes. first of all, let's say that Peloton is saying for a very limited time until February 12th. So it's already almost over that mm -hmm. you can anytime you refer somebody get two months of free membership for you. Two hundred and fifty dollars for the person who is doing the purchasing. OK. Um, right. They're saying this is the first time ever. And I was like, uh, uh, I remember <laughs> I remember all of the OGs talking about this because one very famous OG, that would be the Rosenbergs, had yeah. had six years yeah. of referrals. Six probably years. probably why it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also think like that promotion back then ended up being not a good idea because during that time frame, you know, obviously didn't realize when they pushed this offer out, but like it was, they got to a point where they were bringing people in so fast. It wasn't hard to sell somebody on a Peloton. So there were people like the Rosenbergs that were racking up referral credits like crazy. Yeah. And then 
and they and didn't they, they didn't cap it the first two years there were right. no caps uh, maybe even the first three years but they didn't cap it for a long time and then they started yeah. capping it to 12 that you could do 12 referrals um yeah. that's that's quote unquote new to those of us who have been along around a long time now according to jonathan bradlow this did end this referral part of the program did end in 2017 but interestingly enough Jason did confirm, Jason Rosenberg did confirm for me that the the new part could be referring to one of one very little tiny thing, the purchaser getting the $250. That's not the way it worked before. Gotcha. So I believe that the way it worked before was that the purchasee, the person doing the referring and the purchaser both got two free months of membership. Okay. You also got to wonder, though, if there's been so much turnover at Peloton that just the institutional memory on stuff like this is non-existent. You do have to wonder. You do. I mean, all of the original founding members are gone and JV is gone. I know she wasn't a founding member, but she was like super early in the run and had that institutional knowledge. So not to say there's no one left, but specifically, is there anyone left to remember this? Somebody else also pointed out, one of our helper bees, Lindsay, pointed out that it also could be considered new that they are including the row. But I don't because now the row is included, you're able to refer that. That's new. You were not able to do that. When well, I guess row. then you could say the same thing about the tread, right? No, the tread's been around for a while. That's been around but for a while. But if this ended in 2017, the tread wasn't around yet. I meant that you can refer. You can refer to get the row. So in other words, when the rows first started being sold, you could not get a referral Gotcha. at all. There was no yeah. credit for anyone at all. Yeah. Um, but the tread's been that way for a long time. That's specifically what I meant. Okay. I just meant if that referral program ended no, I, in 2017. I got yeah, that part. That's not what I'm yeah. saying. That's not what I was but, saying. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, it just, uh, and there you go. If you got friends that might want one, I I do think it's smart to bring this back and to make it more than just uh, uh, boutique credit. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of the guys especially complained about that because they don't, they didn't have as many guy like options for clothing so they would just kind of sit there their referrals would sit there but it again only a limited time so this is going to end on the 12th who knows if they'll bring it back probably one of barry's a b tests would be my guess yeah that's my guess if if this moves the needle then you'll see it again but you know if any of the founding members could hear this episode they would be shaking (laughs) their head Ah, that's not new (laughs) i know i jumped all over it guys (laughs) Peloton in court. So Peloton is making a settlement of $14 million involving the Tread Plus incident from a few years back. But uh, here's the kind of uh, I'm not sure how to take this part. It's for investors, not for the like the family or anyone actually affected by it. So it appears to be say that, what now? Uh, yeah. So, it, it, holy cow, I'm explaining something to you about Peloton. This is a rare occurrence. So, yeah, I actually read this one. And what appears to be at play here is that, uh, a you know, a group of investors, probably that was it Blackwell that we always hear from. Oh, those jerks. Yeah. Ugh. They sued Peloton saying you hid this information 
and it affected the stock price. And if you had put it out in a timely manner, we could have sold our stock and we wouldn't have lost as much money. And so there's a settlement for $14 million in play. So we should probably keep an eye on our inbox because the stockholders will probably get like $13 out of this. I mean, honey, I think it's probably closer to 12. Like, let's <laughs> let's not hey, get crazy. <laughs> hey, you know what? What? That's three more shares of stock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, I just thought it was interesting because when I saw the settlement at first, I thought it had to do with like the family of the kid who, who died. Right. No, that's plus. that's and, what I assumed it was. That's why I clicked yeah. it. I was like, oh, we should talk about this. <laughs> but then yeah, I didn't and then read as it. I dial, <laughs> as I dialed in, I was like, wait, invest this investors. Oh. Like, huh. I don't know. And maybe, you know what? We don't know. Like, maybe there's been a behind the scenes settlement. That's and, you know, very and, true. Very true. Yeah. yeah. That's so like, you know, I should we certainly should not position this as investors are getting money and this and this family is not like there's a good chance there was some sort of conversation had outside of the public eye. So anyway, there's a maybe that's the final note in this whole Tread plus. Well, that would be nice. Kerf. I don't want to say kerfluffle. That's very trivializing. It, it, but, it is, but yeah. but I, but it's also more than just the safety issues. Like it's the length the length of time that this has taken. The yeah. way the CPSC responded. Like there's a lot at play here. So for sure. And coming up after this, we're going to talk about which Peloton instructor from overseas will be making an appearance at PSNY. So stick around. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it <laughs> it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread <laughs> i didn't make a sandwich with these 
I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the <laughs> best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO at checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O Instructors in the news. Well, if you live in the New York area or I get, or don't mind getting on a plane and you like Leanne Hainsby, she will be at PSNY. Yeah. So she's going to be there on February 12th. And last Thursday, the classes opened up so that it got added to the list so that you could book them. Uh, so I think my understanding was this class went up about five minutes later than all the rest of the classes. And then it was instantly sold out. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> but people were very excited about it because obviously if, if you like writing with writing, running, taking classes with any of the instructors from the UK and or Germany, this you don't get that chance very often unless you go to those countries. So understandably, that is why they were all snapped up so quickly. So do we have any idea of what brings her to the States? Because I can't imagine she's coming over just to do this, right? I have no idea. I, okay. I, uh, I will be honest. I am doing much better than I was last week, but I have been very heads down trying to stay on top of the numerous fires that have occurred in our life. So <laughs> for sure. Yes. I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. I just know she's coming. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So Susie Chan and Bex Gentry talked to Women's Health Magazine or or do they have a UK equivalent or? Um, I do I think this was the UK equivalent. This is womenshealth.com slash UK. Okay. So. I wasn't sure because it doesn't say .co.uk. It says .com slash UK. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm, anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter anymore because it's all on the internet and very findable. But they talked to, to Women's Health Magazine with uh, tips for runners. Yeah. And not only runners, like beginning runners, but also how to run outside, how to run in the cold, how to run during pregnancy, and how to train for a marathon. Like, those are some amazing tips. Also, little Susie bonus here. Mm -hmm. I recently took uh, Susie's bad water. Like, there's a, on the scenic runs, there is a 30-minute bad water class and a 90-minute bad water class. During the 30-minute bad water class, she talks all about her run and the experience, I'm sure she does the same during the 90 minute. That same week that she filmed those, she did a class indoors and a traditional class. That one, she gave all kinds of tips about running in general. So there are a lot of educational things coming out just in general across all of the uh, tread instructors. So just make sure if that's something you're trying to learn, you're using that as a resource. I find it it's almost like listening to a podcast while I'm getting instruction. It's great because right. I can zone out and just listen to the things they're saying. It's great. Ohio State uh, had an Instagram post this week uh, featuring Ash Pryor. Yeah, and it was celebrating Black History Month and they wanted to celebrate her a, a walk on the Big Ten champion. A walk on turned Big Ten champion is how they 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 put it for Ash. So that's pretty cool. 
nice to be yeah, celebrated. Yeah, so I'm assuming she's an alumni of there. Yeah, I guess, yeah, because that that's okay. what that's saying that like she was a okay. walk on onto their ten their team and then became a Big Ten champion within gotcha. their team. So yes, alumni. Oh yeah, as I scroll through the pictures, I was like, it's here's a picture obvious. of her in school. <laughs> she's so young. I know she looks like a baby, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like she's old now. It's right, so funny. I know, right? Like just a yeah. few years can make such a big difference, and 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 like. Sure. You're the baby faceness of our faces. Yeah. So Kristen McGee announced this week that she will be running the London Marathon. This is very notable for a few reasons. One, she's been running a ton. People are starting to wonder, is she going to become our next tread instructor? And two, it is her very first marathon. So regardless of how that turns out, that she becomes a tread instructor or not, we all need to be cheering her on because that is so exciting. It's such a huge deal. Like I'm I'm excited for her. Getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She also has a wonderful app you might want to check out called No More Diets. It is Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, well, um, just to continue, I, I have to I have to say, the, whenever I ask people for questions this time around, I ask people what they were struggling with during the holidays. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of things that people that people carry with them and it's harder during the holidays. This one came from not in the last couple of weeks have been very heavy. Uh, and this is a little bit lighter, but I feel it too. This is from Trish Lalonde. She says how to protect your mental health when you are forced to be around toxic family members. I know it's only once a year, but I can only drink so much wine. Girl, I feel yeah. you. <laughs> you know, for a lot of people, it's not only once a year. For a lot of families, it is a weekly family dinner or it is in-laws that you can't stand who come and visit for long periods of time. And, and I think that um, there are a lot of things that you can do. I think that, first of all, you have to really have great boundaries I think that there are times where you have to kind of excuse yourself if you're at a dinner and people are talking about something that is really upsetting or someone is being critical or mean. I think setting a boundary and saying, please don't talk to me that way. Or like, I'm going to go take a walk. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Like I, I need some fresh air. I think that protecting your sanity, protecting your energy, protecting your space and being able to do that is, is really important. And also I think that sometimes people... It, like with more extreme situations where someone is really verbally abusive or really cruel or just so mean, sometimes even if they're a relative, you have to make a choice to protect yourself and say, you know what, I'm not going to that event or I'm not going to that person's house or I'm not inviting them to the dinner at my house. And that's okay. I think that there are a lot of people who say like, oh, but it's your mother. Oh, but it's your father. Oh, but it's your sister or your brother. Like, I don't really believe in that. And I, and I think that it's important to be able to say like, I'm not going to let that person treat me this way. Like I value myself too much and I'm making a boundary. Yeah. That's a tough. It is. It's real tough. Yeah. Because, because and I'm not saying you're wrong. Let me be clear. Yeah. This is, this is the yeah. math I do in my head. I'm like, Oh, but it's going to not if anybody else hears me say something, then it might disrupt everyone's day. I'm not just setting a boundary with that yep. person. I'm, I might be causing a kerfluffle. And that is hard because and I encourage you to take on a new philosophy. And that is 
fuck what other people say. <laughs> but it's your family. We're back to the beginning. Like, but I, but, think what but I, sh- I also think that if, if your family really cares about you and your mental health, they will support you, even if they don't agree. And I also get that not every family has family members that are so insightful and have done the work on themselves that they're able to kind of tease that out. And instead there may be a guilt trip of like, but it's your mother or it's your sister. Like how can you not invite her or do that? But I think that you have to really focus in on protecting yourself because if that's people's attitudes, they're not going to protect you. You got to protect you. How do you set that boundary without, uh, making it seem like you're expecting other people to choose sides. Oh, great point. What a great point. Well, I think that it, it depends on what the situation is. If it's I'm having a dinner and I'm choosing not to invite this person who is part of the family, but is someone who is really cruel to me. I think that if someone questions you to, to just say like, I'm not expecting you to pick sides. I'm choosing to do this because I don't like how I'm treated in her presence. But I encourage you, go have dinner with her on your own. Go do your own thing. I'm I'm cool with that. You don't have to pick sides. I need to protect myself, though. Yeah, that's great. Great question. Great answer. Then how do you deal with the fact that they kind of did pick a side? (laughs) (laughs) That is a whole nother podcast right there. (laughs) Yeah. Family system. One on one. They're like, no, you don't have to pick. You go have dinner with her. Oh, that's how you are. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing is that sometimes the way someone treats you is so totally different than the way they treat that other person. For sure. That their relationship is like... Even though it's the same person, it's like a totally different person. Yeah. That's a great point. Anyone else like that other than you. That's a really great that point. That is true. Like yeah. I, I've yeah. run into that before where someone will tell me some awful thing about somebody and I'm just like, I've known them for years. I've never seen that side of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much for all of that wonderful insight. Until next time, where can we find you? On social media at Dr. Jen Mann, two ends on Jen, two ends on man, especially Instagram. And I post my Peloton workouts on Insta Stories. Thank you. Clip out. And coming up after this, we're going to talk about the next artist series and let you know which celebrities drop by PSNY. So stick around. Peloton Artist Collaboration. We talked about this last week, but now it is official. The next artist series will feature Timbaland. And I have to point out, it is a producer series. Um, Okay. I I did not realize until you and I talked about it that he had produced so many things. And so uh, this is actually a really expansive artist series, producer series, because there is so much music that he has been involved in. I tell you that to tell you there are like a bazillion classes for this, like so many, including three different lane breaks, because there's one for the bike, there's one for walking, and there's one for running. But there are just for classes, one, two, three, four, five, six, there's 11 different classes for this. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's like one of those artists who like he kind of grew out of being a producer. Like he was he was getting 
you know, he's working on these songs and then he kind of starts to get featured on these songs. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, he could just do a song. So, yeah, well, we we were looking back through the history of uh, Timbaland, uh, who was born Timothy Zachary Mosley, just for people who might be curious. Anyway, he actually in his early days worked with artists like Aaliyah and Missy Elliott and then later started working with artists like Justin Timberlake and Nelly Furtado. So he has been a long standing like it's kind of been this long range of amazing songs that he has been part of gotcha peloton celebrity signings so eagle eye listener lisa silverstein uh brought this one to our attention but uh hoda Kotb and jenna bush from the today show were spotted at psny and uh i guess they were filming something there right because you can see like the cameraman with yeah them they picture. followed them all the way through but they also took a live class like they took a class with Allie's like so if you look at the first picture that's them at the front counter if you look at the second picture behind them that is that's the two ladies in the front row right there behind Allie because gotcha of, of course Allie had to be in the picture with them so <laughs> obviously she is the instructor exactly yeah. <laughs> so then uh later though whenever Hoda and Jen- Jenna were back on set they they talked about their in-studio ride that was the first time they had actually taken a ride in studio it's like something that I think some of us might take a little bit for granted because if you want to go to the studio and you're able to get in especially back in the day when it was easy uh you've probably taken a lot of classes but these ladies they're too famous to go in and just take a ride anytime they want to probably get mobbed if they walk in exactly so I thought that was pretty fun Although I will say Hoda Kotb probably could have, I mean, she's been famous for a long time, but like she could have gone into the old suit because she's been a, a Peloton user and Ally Love fan for a long time. Yep, all the way she back to def- like 2018. Yeah, she is definitely pre-pandemic. So she is not a Hoda come lately. She is not. She is not. Past guest update. So past guest CJ Albertson, you might remember him because he's the guy who runs faster than a tread plus. Yeah. <laughs> On his easy days. That's On his, his easy day. That's his that's, just like zone two yeah. endurance. But we have some sad news. He was uh, trying to qualify for the Olympics and he just barely missed it. Ten seconds. Oh. Ten seconds. I tell you what, though, I really think CJ is going to hit the next one. Now, I know it's four years from now, so that's tough. That's really tough. I can't imagine how I can't imagine how soul crushing that would be. But he posted about it and he talked about like that during I think he said about halfway through he started off like started kind of losing the pack and then he had to really kick it into gear to stay close and he was pretty behind. He made it through and he couldn't believe that he was within sight of the top three. Like he had to push the last couple of miles. And I know that that had to be soul crushing, but it's easy for me to see as a person that's like so in awe of his abilities to push for 10 miles. Like (laughs) that's 10 miles would take me like all day. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's four minutes for him and it's just like four minutes per mile like that's that's just it's hard to even wrap my head around how fast he is like he's so talented i really really hope that that he he makes it to the next one and i also hope that 
there are so many good things coming his way because I bet he needs a little boost right now. So anybody out there, send CJ lots of love. He deserves it. He was getting lots of love from all the amazing runners out there. I saw Kara Goucher, like that's how you say it, right? Uh, She, she like was posting on there about what a talented runner he was. So checking out the competition. So this is interesting. I think uh, Whoop is bringing AI-driven virtual coaching to your wearables. It is. And I've been using Whoop, as you know, for like four years for now. A long, I, God, I got to think it's longer than it that. It might be. I mean, the other day, I literally thought Cody had been there for four years. L- let's just say I've <laughs> lost all sense of perspective. I don't know yes. what year it is. It's lucky I even know how old I am. But regardless, I've been having using Whoop for a long time. This is really cool because you can be like you can ask it all kinds of questions. Like if you get a low HR, uh, sorry, heart rate recover, heart rate variable score or you have a super high heart rate that day, resting heart rate, like anything you can you can look into why those things are happening and it will give you all kinds of considerations and then you can ask follow up questions to it. So it's pretty darn amazing. Not going to lie. Yeah, that's really cool. It'll be interesting to see. What sort of things you start asking it? Yeah, I talk to it all the time because it'll give me new data every day. And I mean, I've had this for a long time. I don't know why they're just now writing about this because it's been out forever, probably like six to eight months. And um, and so I talk to it all the time. Anytime there's something I don't understand about why my data looks different than what I expected it to. And then I just like it has questions kind of already filled in that you might have. So you can choose from one of those or you can type in your own. So it's very, very easy to use. And I really enjoy it. Also, while we're talking about competitors, the CEO of Zwift has stepped down. Yeah, they had another big round of layoffs this week as well. I had that one on here, too. I'm not sure what happened to it, but uh, there was another article about that. Oh, I guess this one is that you got rid of the other one. Um, I, the other one was paywalled. So oh, I didn't. that was the right call then. <laughs> but um, yeah, they had a bunch of layoffs in 22. They had a bunch of layoffs in 23. And now another round of layoffs in 24. And the CEO stepped down. Not good. Because yeah, I, I feel like that's something people need to keep in mind when they kind of piss and moan about Peloton. And we will talk about this in the bonus episode this week, which is the overall decline industry-wide in revenue for fitness-based companies. Like, it, this is not a Peloton-only phenomenon. And we will kind of go into what some of the, the theorized reasons for that are. And, and I will provide one that I think is not on the list. Ooh. How about that? Well, I'm excited. Let's call it teams. <laughs> New content. So before we get to the TCO top five, let's announce the next uh, bingo person spot thing. <laughs> bingo number two for this week, Maddie Majacamo. So make sure that you take a class with Maddie this week. I'm already checked oh. off because I took my class today. So yes, done. I had no doubt that you already had a Maddie Majacamo class under your belt. You were correct. So, <laughs> so uh, the TCO top five, we ask you in the clip out group, which is another reason to join if you want to take part in something like this. But we ask you what uh, you think your favorite class of the week was and then uh Darcy is kind enough to compile them for 
for you. And then we read them back here because that way, if you were looking for different classes to take, we'll give you some ideas so you're not doom scrolling instead of working out. Yeah, for sure. I I love this. I think this is one of my favorite conversations that we have within the group (laughs) every week. People get so excited about it. I I literally have people asking me, like, where is the post? Or they just start sending them to me. In like my, my DMs and I'm always like, yeah. whoa, 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 <laughs> Darcy's not going to see this one. Anyway, uh, first up, we have favorite Peloton row boot camp. This came from November 14th no, uh, and it was a 30 minute row boot camp core with Katie Wong. Sonia Norman's favorite class this week. And she said it was all animal themed. The floor exercises had animal names like dead bugs, dead bugs, bear planks, etc. And the song titles all had animals, too. Katie is hilarious and it was a great workout that is very fun nice job katie uh then we have i feel like i want to be a nerd and push up my glasses and be like well actually bugs aren't animals (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) okay so then we have (laughs) favorite peloton ride this came from january 11th of this year with tune day it was a 30 minute the color purple ride and reagan rogers loved this ride she said there are so much energy from Toon Day and the members in the studio on this ride. Toon Day spoke about the movie, and as always, her words were so moving. It was a beautiful ride. Make sure to stay until the very end. Then we have the favorite Peloton bar class. This was January 18th of this year, and it was with Hannah Corbin, Earth, Wind, and Fire bar class. It was 15 minutes long. It was Natalie Dunlop's favorite class, and it was a perfect add-on to her 30-minute boot camp. She stacked this on, and she said it was fire. Get it? (laughs) Then we have the favorite Peloton upper body strength, Ben's intermediate three-day split, day one, 30-minute upper body push. And uh, that that came from Karen Smith. She surprised herself with this one. She said that it's day one of his intermediate three-day split, and she typically doesn't care for strength classes, but this one was great as well as hard. She's going to retake the program again because she couldn't finish that last set of push-ups. Get it, Karen. Love that when people go back. And then we have our unstackable. Uh, Lots of people said this one. February 3rd was the second installment of the 120-minute Power Zone Endurance Ride with Matt Wilpers. And uh, let's see. We we heard from one of our members, All Biz Liz, 100% the 120 with Matt Wilpers. I know the work that goes into programming and planning a ride like that. And it was such a wonderful way to start the weekend. Also, uh, we have This Week at Peloton. Yeah, there was a bunch of new stuff that hit. Uh, There were Disney Magic, Disney Flow Yoga with Aditi. So that's new and it dropped on demand. There were new mobility classes that dropped this week as well as I want to make sure that we point out Selena is joining the instructor team. So we are going to be able to see more mobility classes. We also have new new wave rides with Christine and of course, uh, of course. yeah <laughs> like, I know she's the Christine, only yeah. one that's going to do that <laughs> uh, but people love them and then uh, there's at the club run coming up with John Hosking hang on I want to back up to the new oh, wave we're going stuff. back to the new wave okay if you're a new wave fan Echo and the Bunnymen are going to go back out on the road I heard, learned that this week oh. at my Polestar conference so if you like the new wave music I don't I think it's been a little bit since Echo and the Bunnymen made a went out on the road so anyway yeah that's there you go. that's bringing back the 80s for sure yeah but uh the last item in case you didn't hear me before at the club with john husking there's going to be more of those as well we also have uh black history 
month classes for people. Well, we don't, but Peloton does. Yeah, but I I do want to make sure we update people. We talked about that they were going to have classes for Black History Month, but we also talked about the fact that the the schedule looked like it was going to be a lot of classes that were kind of repeats and things mm-hmm. like that. And so what they're doing is they're kind of like looking at different genres of music and linking that to Black History Month. So okay. you're going to see things that were like Legends of Hip Hop, Black and Brilliant. Uh, they had some other ones too, but Black Classics, Funk. Uh, so you're going to be seeing a lot of those classes that some of them are still going to be repeats and some of them are going to be brand new. Also, the German instructors are celebrating Carnival. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. I'm laughing Not- because of the <laughs> that what's happening on the screen. Like everyone's yeah. dressed up in these very elaborate outfits. Apparently part of what you do at German Carnival is dress up, I guess. Okay. So. <laughs> and while like we're talking a- about what's that? I said they look like they're having a blast. They do. And while we're talking about uh, Germany, Peloton Studios Instagram spotlighted some German highlights for people if you're looking for classes. Yeah, specifically the what, what they did is just like called out different classes that have been you might have missed lately. So you can kind of check them out. So what might those be? Well, they had a 10 by 10 beginner strength collection with Eric. And then they had a Berlin East Side gallery outdoor walk with Jeffrey and a 15 minute FTP warm up ride and a 20 minute FTP test ride with Charlotte. Also several listening parties and that was with Jeffrey and then evening stretches with Marcel and mobility with Mila, not to mention yin yoga with Nico. And we already talked about the carnival. And then finally, we have a new series, Get Lifted. Yeah, it's going to be uh, from Rebecca Kennedy, and it's going to be Arms and Shoulders. And that starts on 2-16. So I think we're going to be seeing a new series. With title like Get Lifted, I was like, maybe she's trying to compete with Sundays with Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, this one takes place on a Friday, but I see where you're going with that. In case you missed it. And we have a new uh, Lululemon collection. That's not what this was supposed to be. Sorry. Um, The Peloton apparel that I was trying to tell everybody about was the Valentine's Day collection, which this is not. So that I was confused. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. This is the link that I was provided. So I just went with it. I should have checked. But they, they just dropped it today. So Wednesday. And it's got I mean, it's stuff that you've probably already seen. It's not like it was a ton of new things, but there were like. There were new shades, I think, of the styles. It looked like there was some red stuff in there. Also, there was just a sale in general. So some items were 50% off. So if you are looking for some, you've had your eye on some things, you haven't pulled the trigger, this might be a good time to do it. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Trish Lalonde. We got, we were lucky enough to get to hang out with her a little bit when we were in London. And we get to talk to her some more right after this. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Trish Lalonde. Hey, Trish, how's it going? Hello. Good. How are you guys doing? Good. You're joining us all the way from Canada. Where in Canada are you? Because you know we are terrible at geography, so help us out. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm in Alberta, which is the westernmost province before BC. So most people know Vancouver, BC. Yes. We're in the province right next door. And I'm in a small town called Beaumont. There's 22,000 people here. Awesome. And uh, we're up north. Okay. So yeah. does it get really cold there? 
It can. Uh, so last week we were the coldest place on earth uh, at minus 52 what? Celsius. So it was bad. What's that for Americans? <laughs> minus 52 no Celsius. I don't know. To the Googles. To the Googles. Mm-hmm. While he Googles, what did you do? Did you just stay inside? Like, could you start cars? Would cars even run in that temperature? No. Okay. I didn't think so. No. It was a two-day wait. Like, if your car broke down, it was a two-day wait to have someone come help you. Whoa. Most people just stayed at home. <laughs> and we do plug in our cars. We have heaters for that. But if you're not plugged in, you aren't going anywhere. So for Americans, that's not that minus 52 didn't already sound bad, but that's according to the Internet, which we all know is never wrong, (laughs) is that is negative 61 degrees. Good Lord Mm -hmm. almighty. I mean, today it's 11 degrees Celsius. So that's a heat wave. Quit your bitching. (laughs) (laughs) so oh my word yeah so, like, i was not expecting that yeah like, <laughs> i thought I it got cold here yeah <laughs> yeah we usually get that one week a year yeah like, it's very rare that we do but it comes every year i know like around here we were getting wind chills of minus 25 the other day but real weather because it's like don't tell me how to feel yeah um <laughs> but the actual temp was like negative 10 or 11. I just could not get it, the house warm. We weren't like in danger. Constant, but like, there's draft. a constant coldness to the house. Is it, yeah, Do yeah. you have different houses there that, that, <laughs> that doesn't happen? Electric blankets are awesome. Okay. And okay. I have those little magic bags. I'll heat that up and put it under the blanket with me. That keeps me warm. Oh, too. Nice. Fireball. So we have our ways around it. We have a fireplace. Yeah. That helps. Well, I said okay. fireball. Mm-hmm. But that's but, yeah. I didn't, I'm in an actual ball of fire. Not, like, not, not the, the alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> well, that sounds dangerous. They especially... probably call it something different up in Canada. It's probably like Cineblast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dogs were like, yeah, we're not having it. I so bet. they would go out for like two seconds come back in lifting their paws they couldn't feel oh yeah, so, yeah. i don't blame them yeah. Poor little i was guys. lifting my paws it was cold. <laughs> okay so trish take us back in time when did you originally find peloton it was back in 2018 which i found out in my peloton trivia that was the year that it was actually introduced in canada so, yeah, okay. that makes sense. I got my bike in December 2018. Does that mean mm-hmm. that she called herself an OG? I, I think so. A Canadian I OG? I think so. And it was way before the pandemic, which is kind of the new metric anyway. So like you were yeah. OG. You're Canadian OG. Yeah. We bless you as yes. Canadian OG. It's, <laughs> it's our way of making up for the fact that you guys always had to pay a dollar more for paperback books. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> and a lot more for the actual bike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. But I justified it. So I had been driving every day to a spin studio, which was a good half hour haul each way. Oh. And when it's minus 52, that ain't fun. And then classes would be like $20 a class, right? So the time both ways in the class, I thought there must be a better way of doing this. So that's when I started researching and got the Peloton bike. Oh, amazing. Her journey is very similar to your own, It is, yeah. I mean, except for the minus 52. But yeah, yeah. holy cannoli. (laughs) So You didn't go to a Tim Hortons on your way to spin class. (laughs) 
Double double. Yeah. What is that stuff called where they put the gravy on top of the French fries? What do you guys call it? Putin. Oh, that's so good. Putin. Why Tom is that not a thing that. here? Yeah. I don't know. We were in Canada for 20 minutes. Yeah, we were barely there. And it was like, I'm ordering fries. And I'm like, what is that? And they're like, we put gravy on it. I'm like, that sounds crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And is that in there too? I don't even know. He just loved it. That's all I know. And I was just like, why has this not spread? Why? Why did we get bare naked ladies instead of this? So it's funny because (laughs) we went like. I like Bernard. We went to Canada and you loved those fries. And then we went to England and he loved the crisps. How they, mm-hmm. they like double fry they them? They like, tri- like triple, triple, triple fry fried them. Yeah. And like their French fry equivalent kicks the shit out of yeah. our French fries. I mean, equivalent. really, the synopsis of this conversation is the American fry game is sad. We I are don't know falling what's happening. behind. Yeah. Like, there is a technological revolution in French fries. <laughs> and we, we are not part of it. And like Americans, <laughs> we are resting on our laurels. <laughs> Okay, so on that note, so tell me about like where you were in a journey of fitness. Like some people, they're fit Mm -hmm. their whole lives. I was the kind of person like I never did any kind of real workouts until I got Peloton on a regular basis. Where did you fall in that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a straight path. I'll tell you that. So (laughs) when I was in my 30s, I actually did triathlons and distance running. So ran marathons, ran half marathons and in addition to the tries. And so that's where my journey kind of started because I got injured and I had a really bad hip injury. No one knew what it was, but I continued to train on that hip. And what happened was it got real bad. So my training really scaled back, but I was still eating like I was running a marathon every weekend while I was waiting for surgery our healthcare system's a little different than yours in the U.S., but here it was fully paid for, but it's fully paid for, but you wait. So I was in the queue three and a half years, I think. What? Whoa. Yeah, before I got in for surgery. And so by the time I got in, I had gained quite a bit of weight. Is that why the band is called Tragically Hip? <laughs> That's... Oh, dear. <laughs> it's all making sense. Oh, my God. So, like, that <laughs> all whole... coming together now. Yeah. yeah. It's, the it's pieces. A, it are... was, it's a political commentary. Who knew? <laughs> What's this say about you can't do that on television? But, like, now, were you eating like that because you were still hungry? Like, your metabolism was, like, your body was telling you, hey, you used to eat this amount of food. Keep eating it. Or were you, like... I just enjoy it. Like, was there a moment where you didn't realize that you needed to change something? Because that can sneak up on you. It does sneak up on you. And I think my life was so busy that I actually didn't realize. It's quite insidious how slowly it can get there. And plus, I think once you really establish a taste for the good stuff, like poutine, (laughs) it's really hard to train your body not to eat like that anymore, right? I just, I wasn't investing the time in doing it. Work was busy. And my hip was sore and having ice cream helped my hip feel better <laughs> or so I thought. Yeah. And so, yeah, it did really start to sneak up on me. So I finally did get the surgery and was starting to get back being active again. And that's where the spin classes came in because when I did my tri training, we would bring our bikes inside and put them on trainers in the winter. And it was a terrific way to train. We really enjoyed it. So I kind of used that going to spin. And it didn't bother my hip at all. Oh. It was great. 
And then I got the Peloton bike and I stopped exercising. Wait, after you got the bike, you stopped exercising? What? What? What happened there? I, I think you misread the user's I, manual. I don't think that's fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was the worst member ever. Yeah. I think I was heavier than I thought I was. And it was very uncomfortable on oh, the bike. Gotcha. I was really struggling. I was afraid to stand in the saddle. But yet that seat is not comfortable when you first start out. I'll be careful how I say that so Tom doesn't make a joke. It's going to be tough, but good but luck. Yeah, I'll find and, a way. Um, it took me, yeah. And I mean, the bike was in our basement. So when I would let the dogs out, I'd walk by it and I would look at it. It was like the scary doll in the corner staring back at me, <laughs> trying not to see it. And then in the spring, I started to get on the bike and very quickly fell in love with it. I mean, I remember I took one of Allie's pit bull rides and that's it. I was hooked. So was there an impetus to getting on the bike? Like finally use it? Or Summer you just... was coming. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah you that... know how that is. I do. Yeah. You want to look nice yeah. when it's zero degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got, I'm getting out summer. my summer parkas. <laughs> I want to look good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was doing really good on the bike and then I fell and tore my meniscus. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> so, Do they I'm make you wait? In, I'm laughing now. It was, actually wasn't funny. Did they bet. make you wait three and a half yeah. years to fix that? Yes, I was. I should say I was in the queue with the three years. And what I did was I wrote, and I don't say people should do this, but I wrote all the surgeons in my area a letter pleading for them to take me early because of the effect it was having on my life. And one of them called me back and said, I will do it. Wow. Oh my gosh. Does anybody ever like bribe yeah. a doctor? Do you get oh, so let's not my let's... doctor was so mad at me because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't following the protocols, right? Yeah. Wow. Does anybody ever just like mm-hmm. send them a check? Like do they ever do there ever been like a scandal where they just brought flat out bribe a doctor to get to the top of the line? Q, sorry. Yeah. So when I did injure it, I was in a six month wait list to get an X ray and MRI done on it. I actually paid privately to do that. So that was $900, Ooh. but I felt it was worth it sure. because I was in so much you pain. You want to expedite things. And then if I had wanted to, I could have had the surgery done in BC, in Vancouver. They charged $12,000 and you pay for it yourself. Holy wow. crap. Mm-hmm. That's a lot mm-hmm. of money. So people don't like mm-hmm. bribe a wait? doctor to take them early, but you can go to and do it privately, but it's not going to be cheap. Yes. Gotcha. Exactly. Does exactly. it take that long because you live in a rural area? Like if you lived in a big city, no. would they process it faster? We're 20 minutes outside of a major city. It has 2 million people. Oh, okay. okay. So, so it's just... I think it's just the need and then they queue you up. So the doctor said bluntly, you are young. You've got many years ahead of you. You can wait, right? Versus maybe someone who has other health concerns who was older. That makes sense. So, Yeah. But the good news is he did take me and did the surgery. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. And so during that surgery, however, I stopped breathing. So after the surgery, the doctor said, look, I think you may have sleep apnea and it's due to your weight. You have to lose weight. You have to do something. I said, well, I've got this Peloton bike. He's like, get on it (laughs) (laughs) as soon as you can with your knee. It is the best way to rehab. I'm not giving medical advice again. But he said to do that. And so at the same time, I got invited to a wedding 
where my partner, Paul, his ex was going to be there. And I thought, there's no way in hell his ex is going to see me like this. And that was truly my motivation. Not sleep apnea, but the wedding. (laughs) You know what? Can we just pause on that for a second? Because, like, thank you for keeping it real. Like, thank you. I was seriously... I appreciate that. Well, and you know, yeah. now I'm wondering, I'm like, I think Crystal looks amazing, but like, imagine how good you would look if my ex was attractive. Uh. <laughs> uh. You would never go out with me. Yeah. That's how good you would look. <laughs> I'll just leave yeah, it at so that. Yeah, so December 19, 2019, I got on the bike. I joined a major weight loss company. I did that. And I said, I'm going to look kick ass for that wedding in March. Come hell or high water, I'm doing this and started on my journey there. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so, and by that point I was 209 pounds. Wow. And I'm five, two. So I was very heavy. Yeah. I know Mm -hmm. because we've talked offline, you've lost a lot since then. Would you 80 pounds? Wow. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I know yeah, well, that's hard you. work. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. And how long has that been? I've kept it off now since 2020. Yeah, that's no mean feat, man. It's not. Like, yeah. How did you look yeah. for the wedding? How did you look? Were you happy with how you looked at the wedding? Well, guess what? We had a pandemic. So the wedding was March the 19th. The world shut down that week. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's... So the wedding was canceled. Obviously, we couldn't travel to go to the wedding. It was in Australia. So it was quite the trip. The one place that you'd have been safe uh, to travel to. (laughs) (laughs) And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm already down 30 pounds. I'm just going to keep going. And I kept on it. And with the support of the Peloton community, I have to tell you guys, like, they are wonderful. A huge aspect of this world that I didn't think was out there. So when I started on the bike in... 2019, I joined the weight loss group that was associated with the group company I joined, Uh which was a Peloton group. And it was through their motivation and their kindness and their ideas that I learned about the other Peloton groups and made so many wonderful friends and such motivation and such a great exchange of ideas. And I'm not talking about the main page, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I befriended or Stayed off of there, I can't tell you. I can't remember the last time I was on there. Well, yeah. We always say, you but know, anyway. the running joke in America right. is how nice Canadians are. And I think it's safe to say there are no Canadians in the OPP. For reals. <laughs> For reals. It's, it's not nice well, our, over there. Our community is very small here in Canada, too. We've got a very small Facebook group. We do try and stay in touch with each other, but nowhere as robust as the U.S., the American group. And I've made such wonderful friends across the, the various states. I probably have a friend in every state if I wanted to go visit them. That's so That's cool. Awesome. I was also thinking like you starting to lose weight, like right going into the pandemic is fortuitous mm-hmm. because I like that's when I started losing weight. And I just feel like with the way the pandemic was, if I hadn't been in that mindset, I would have eaten my way through lockdown. I just yeah. would have. And yeah. so it I'm, actually was good. I think we can relate in that way that a lot of the external influences were gone. I wasn't going out for dinner. I wasn't yeah. traveling for work. We didn't have all of that temptation around us. And we had the focus 
on ourselves. And that was a huge thing I realized with weight loss is that it's not just the food and the dieting and the exercise. It's what's going on in here. It's how we talk to ourselves. And that's really one thing I got from the Peloton classes and the instructors. If I was having a hard day and I was questioning my plans or felt like uh, throwing in the towel, I would do a class, just a 10 minute class with one of the more, well, they're all positive, but at the time it was Robin for me. And that would just set my mind right. And I would just get back on plan again. And it was just 10 minutes and it just made a world of difference. And something that Emma said, Emma Lovewell said in her class once, she said, you can't hate yourself into change. And that really resonated with me because again, back to that self-talk, right? It's being kind to ourselves. When you're kind to yourself and you respect yourself, you make better decisions. And so the big thing for me was having that sense of self-worth and choosing better foods. And so that's really what got me through the journey. And the journey's not over. It's always changing. (laughs) But that's what got me to where I was. And at the end of my weight loss, when I was down, I was actually filled with fear because I was, the world was starting to open up and I was like, oh my goodness, all of these temptations are now coming back into my life. Am I going to be strong enough to stay on plan? And all those things I learned, are they going to stick now that the world is opening back up again? And that's actually when I enlisted a coach was at that point. And I said, hey, I got to be, I got to make sure that I've got this. And they made me throw away the scale, which is probably the biggest gift that the coach gave me was because I was Pelotoners. We're so fixated on numbers. (laughs) And so the scale would dictate my day. And getting rid of that was so freeing. If anyone wants a scale, I've got a closet full of five. (laughs) (laughs) And they've been in that closet since I met that coach. (laughs) Interesting. I'm kind of the opposite. Mm -hmm. I need that accountability. Like I need to see it so that I don't like let go too much. Like I don't want to live by it. Yeah. What I did was, and she had me do, and I still do is I take measurements. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I find that like people don't look at you and go, Oh, she looks 129 pounds. But the measurements really show like what you look like your size. And so that's what I use to stay accountable. I love those articles that I see in Facebook sometimes where it's like people showing themselves at different weight and like mm-hmm. they're mathematically heavier in one photo, but they look thinner because yeah. they're just in better shape. They're not just starving themselves to get to a number. They're actually like living in a healthy way. And that it's just to kind of show that it isn't always about the scale. The scale is an easy metric. I'm not trying to like shit on weighing yourself. There are times when you're going to need to do that. And different people have different motivations. Like the longer we do this, the more I realize that like how people eat is like religion. Like it's like everybody's got a different way of doing it. And then people find a way that works for them. And then they start evangelizing. And it's like, well, that works for you. And it probably works for a lot of people, but not necessarily everybody. And I don't mean like you specifically, Mm -hmm. I just the royal Mm -hmm. you, but it's not everything's for everybody. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I actually gained a bunch of weight. So I started doing the hardcore program Mm -hmm. and building muscle. Right. And my composition was totally changing. And had it not been for the measurements, I would have been back in a ball in the corner. Right. Going, what the heck is going on? Because sure. the weight did fluctuate, but the measurements 
went smaller. Yeah. So exactly speaks to what you said. It's so true. Well, I also wanted to ask about the Peloton Boutique Buy, Sell, Trade Group. I know that that's Mm -hmm. your favorite. So I just wanted to hear a little bit about that because I think that's a fun group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually didn't start with them initially. So when I first did the wedding countdown, (laughs) I started training with the Boot Crew. And there is purpose for me sharing this, but they're so welcoming and so warm. And it was through them that I found the Boutique, right? But, you know, the boot crew is all about Cody, Right, used to be my favorite. My partner, Paul, just like you, Tom, doesn't do any Peloton. <laughs> no Peloton. All he knows is I'm a nicer person if I he lets me go work out. <laughs> and so we were sitting there watching uh, Dancing with the Stars, and the ballroom announcer said, and coming on to the ballroom floor is Cody Rigsby. And he looked at me and he said, you named our dog after him. <laughs> so I got a puppy during COVID. I named him Rigsby. He had no idea. I never told him. And so I said, he was three months old at that point. As I'm not changing his name now. <laughs> he already knows it. <laughs> yeah, it He'll be so confused. <laughs> That's hilarious. So yeah, when I reached the first kind of big weight loss, about 30, 40 pounds, none of my clothes fit. And we were in a pandemic. I couldn't go to the clothing store and I had no idea what my size was. Right. And so I had all these old Peloton clothes that were now too big for me that I had purchased and I wanted to know where to sell them. And so that's how the boot crew introduced me to the boutique and girls go on there and they post their used Peloton clothes, but they also share ideas about the clothing And we have shopping parties and we, on Saturdays, we do deal or no deal. So everybody will post their items and then we bid on them. So it's actually quite a bit of fun. I must say in the beginning, the fervor around the apparel was like the stock prices. Like it was crazy. Right. Yeah. And I never thought that I would spend $200 on a used sports bra, but I did. (laughs) <laughs> you just get caught up in it, right? Yeah. So I have a very nice vintage collection now that has been sitting in my closet. Some items I'm afraid to wear because they're just so rare. Yeah. Um, but I think over the years, just like the stock went down, the fervor around the apparel has kind of waned a little bit yeah. too. But I still hold on to those pieces. And it's just a lot of fun. We used to like match what we were wearing to the instructor in the class. It just added another layer of fun to everything. It involves shopping. You can't go wrong there. And in Canada, we don't have a lot of the items that you guys have in the U.S. So I had friends there who would ship me things all the time. And all of a sudden, all these packages kept showing up at the door. And Paul's like, what is going on? I'm like, oh, when your friends use your code, you get two or you can get up to $250 at free clothing. He's like, oh, wow, that's pretty good. So, yeah, we'll just let him think that. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't I'm... say that that's what I did. I just said that that's a thing that's out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very possible that that can happen. Right. <laughs> you jumped to your own conclusions. Like, if anything, I'm the victim here. <laughs> but through that, I started doing reviews, which was really fun. So when the items came in, I would do a review of the set or whatever and put it on there's a Facebook page dedicated to reviews. And so girls started following me and we became friends that way. They would message me to say, Hey, have you tried this item? What was it like? 
And it was just another motivational thing too. I mean, you're putting yourself out there on a Facebook page. Yeah. So it'll keep you honest with your food. That's for sure. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) So uh, what is your leaderboard name? It's Super Trish. It used to be Trish LAL. And before I went to the studio in 2022, I changed it to Super Trish because I have this little mantra I say to myself before heading into stressful situations, like, I am Super Trish, you got this. (laughs) And so that's why I changed it to that. I love that. That's a good one. (laughs) So you've talked a little bit about, there's been two different instructors that you alluded to that were your favorite instructor at the time. I love the fact that your favorite instructor has evolved over the years, but who is your favorite instructor du jour? Really depends on the day and what I'm looking for. See, I don't know if you can tell here, but I have the tread and I now have the row. So to say one instructor, it's pretty hard <laughs> to go across all three pieces of equipment. For sure. I absolutely adore Jess Sims. I find her very motivational. And with the foray into strength, I mean, her classes are awesome. And Allie Love, I really, really like her as well. So you guys know from our time in London that we got to meet a lot of the instructors. And they're all so kind and so welcoming and just so human with you that afterwards I'm like, Oh, I'm going to try your class now. You know, so I've tried Bex and I love her. John Hoskins is a blast. Sam is a sweetheart. I mean, you really can't go wrong. That's so true. He was very Mm -hmm. nice. Yes, he was. I don't know what his Mm -hmm. classes are like, but he was very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for Sam, you'd take a class. Nah, I'm good. No, okay. No. Well, bye, try. <laughs> he might give you a shout out. You never know. Yeah, he seems like he might do that. Like some kind of like nerd culture reference. I think maybe brought you two together. He did spot yeah. my nerd shirt right he away. Did. He, he did. did. <laughs> well, Trish, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and joining us. Before we let you go, we'll remind everybody where they can find you in all the places. So on Instagram, it's Trish Lal Forty Two. And it's my name on Facebook. So Trish McIsaac Lalonde on Facebook. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and for hanging out with us in London. We didn't really talk about that, that we were hanging out when we were overseas. It was a lot of fun. It's crazy. You came from Canada and we came from here and then that's where we hung out the most. I know we've met before, but that was probably the most time we had spent together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was so much fun. It It was. was. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can also find me on all the socials and on the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, where for five bucks a month, you get bonus episodes that include all the things we couldn't fit into this episode. You get ad free content. And if we get them early, you get them early. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running and rowing.